You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. You're listening to Inside Real Estate, your source for all things mortgage and real estate related. The show that brings you all the hottest topics and insights directly from those who know it most. Now sit back and enjoy the show. You know, people think it's a podcast, so it's like easy. You just get in here, you can record whenever you want. And the reality is it's actually much more complicated, right, Jessica? We got like time. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of preparation that goes into it. Yeah. You're planning, you're scheduling, you're coming up with uh-huh. content. And we go live. We're so. not we don't do editing. I mean we don't do a lot of editing. We don't like cut us up. And when things don't go right, it kind of throws a wrench and stuff. So we're not live today, Sal. Mm-hmm. Uh, are you okay with that? Yeah. I mean, you look good, though. Thanks. So we, we, we're not going live. Uh, and we had guests <clears throat> that aren't answering their phone calls. They're from uh, they're Tanya Eberhardt and Michael Carr. We'll see. Oh, well, I might have been getting a call. Uh, that was Michael Carr and Associates. So that might be them. Um, so we're, we're going to see if we're going to have them on. Uh, I like it. Yeah. So, you know, you, you never know uh, what's going to happen on the show. Oh, here they are. Uh, we're going to just put speakerphone. Hey, hey Michael. How are you, sir? I'm doing good. How are you? Good. We're going to call you back in, in in about 10 minutes. Are you okay with that? And we'll get you on air? Absolutely. We're sorry for the mix-up. It was on our calendar at 1, but I'm on a different conference with Tanya. We'll be ready in 10 minutes. So, so I'm gonna, yeah, I'll, I'll call back this number in 10 minutes, all right? Sounds great. All right, sir. Bye-bye. And Sounds very Southern. Southern is shit. Yeah, so uh, so I they, like it. Yeah, I like it too. So, so okay, at least we got we got part of the show going. So yeah, I mean these guys are kind of cool. They they created this thing called Brand Face. They're really big on branding and creating a name for yourself in the industry as a real estate agent. They've written books. They've got like a whole like ten step process. Uh, so I want to talk to them. You know, because we do that a lot. We, we we talk about brand a lot. I mean, brand's pretty important in our business, right? Yeah, yeah, Not, uh, yeah. It is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So show so fucked up right now. <laughs> this whole thing's fucked. Let's Come talk on. about let's talk All about right. something not real estate. What do you want to talk about? Let's, let's talk about what we do. Let's okay. talk about the market, real estate. Let's keep this thing going. All right. Dude. You guys are like <laughs> podcast sucks. Come on. <laughs> All right. I love you. Well, so cancel this thing and yeah. record it. Come yeah, on. Yeah. All right. So here's the deal. So <clears throat> the good news is. Uh, the market's really hot right now. I mean, super hot. Interest rates are super low. We've got this trade war going on with China, which is only getting worse. For, like today, they're like, yeah, yeah we're going to put tariffs on your stuff. And then and then we're like, we're going to put tariffs on your stuff. So, I mean, I don't know where that's it's going. one-sided. How do you figure it's one-sided? China has all the power. I mean, think about how Americans buy which is why, everything from China. Which is why we, very one-sided. we're trying to ch- kind of change the balance of power right now, right? But, but they have all the power in this tariff thing. How do you figure? Because they they have all the products, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, everything we buy is from China. Like this phone I've got, I've got a Samsung that's from Korea. Like whatever it is, right? We we buy a lot of, we import a lot of stuff. But anyway, so the whole point is, what's going on in the market is there's a lot of instability. Bond market's going down, rates are going down, and actually people are buying houses at a pretty good clip right now. So, yeah. so you marry those people two are things selling together. Houses too. People are selling houses. I mean, sell. You're seeing this. I mean, we're seeing a lot of pre-approvals right now, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, a lot I mean, of people selling too because you're getting good money on your dollar right now for your house. Right. And, you know, with the tariffs and, you know, it, it affects a lot more that we don't see, right? Materials to build things, things of that sort, which, yeah. you know, drive the prices of whatnot. So it's like, you know, there's always a market for used or existing versus new, right? Yeah. And it's almost like cheaper at times to buy a new car right. or build a new house than it is to uh, buy an existing one. 
in that neighborhood, right? Or or close to that neighborhood, especially in like those big uh uh developments. Yeah. Right? Like you can live across the street in the already existing neighborhood and pay four hundred thousand for, you know, a house of X value or X square foot, right? And then across the street you can build a new one for like fifty grand more. Right. Right. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of new construction happening now, but a lot of people like so like but one thing there's the there's a there's a cost in that like sod and sprinklers and there's other things involved when you build your own house. Yes. Right. So it does add up. So some people are like either, either way. The market is actually just really healthy right now. It as seems far like as the market's estate. immune to everything that's going on. I mean, my wife does not follow real estate. She doesn't follow anything that I do at work. Right. And we're driving around last weekend and she's like there's a lot of houses for sale right now, like yeah. out of nowhere. And I was like, yeah. It's, well, it's like the market is not uh, phased by everything that's going on. But if you were going to sell, now's a good time to sell, right? Absolutely. You're getting good money for your house. The house values are there. Now, if there's a downturn, that could change, right? Yeah. Your, your house, you might lose some value in your house. So people, I think, are seeing value for selling right now. Yeah. Well, it's it's two-sided, right? I mean, if you're going to sell and buy and values are lower, it's probably a good time to buy. Right. Right. So if it's not if it's a good time to sell right now, yeah, you have to buy at a higher value as well. Right. So it's called not always, but it's it's often even. Right. Yeah. I'm, I'm, you see more of the the purchase <clears throat> agreements in, in the, that initial process than I do. Have, have you been starting to see multiple offers, anything like that? Oh, yet? yeah. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah. It's already I mean, getting lots there? of appraisals coming in a little short. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, not a huge amount, but, you know, people are guaranteeing the value over already. They know it's going to appraise low going in. Really? Right? The listing agent, the buyer's agent, and they're either the seller is asking the buyer to guarantee the difference or the buyer is, you know, that what happens happens and they always say, let's cross that bridge. Well, everyone knew it was going to appraise low to begin with. It's like a crossing your fingers, hope to the stars it comes in, right? Yeah. And often it doesn't. Once in a while it does, just depending on the other sales. So it sounds like it's it's a repeat of last summer. Do you think it's going to be a repeat of last summer? Well, I mean, I think that this summer, last summer, the summer before, it's all it's all similar, right? When there's a lot of buyers out in the market looking to do the same thing, which is buy X house and there's only, right. you know, an amount on there that's finite. Right, there's always more buyers than than sellers in the past few markets. Right, so yeah. fa- fa- uh, past few years markets. So you're always going to run into that. Right, I don't think it's as I, my personal belief. It's not as bad as it was years prior, but it's pretty. It's just getting started. Yeah, it is just getting yeah, started. It's, it's not even yeah, June, right? yeah, 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 right. uh, and it is crazy. I'm I mean, shocked that a lot it's, of houses. I'm shocked that it's getting that's already so similar and it's only made. Yeah. yeah, I mean, true. I had a buyer who um, gave. Ten thousand over and guaranteed it on like a two hundred thousand dollar house. I mean, that's a strong offer, that's right? A really strong offer. And she lost out to one that was a little more risky. They said, "Whoa!" So who knows what that meant, right? But it's like, yeah, it's it's back to being creative. Real estate agents out there, if you're listening, I mean, you, you mean winning. I mean, that's where you get your worth, right? Right now, yeah. you know, it's selling a house right now is probably not as hard as getting a buyer into a house. For sure. You know what I mean? Selling a house right now, you put your house on the market, there's going to be a lot of interest if it's decent. Uh, But if you're a buyer, you need a good agent to negotiate. You need a good agent to kind of tell you like, listen, you you have to get creative. I saw one the other day. It was like, we'll pay – because there's a lot of discrepancies in listings and their size, right? Because an agent isn't often an appraiser. And the way that these homes are appraised as a lot different sometimes yeah. than how they're listed. For example, a base uh, bathroom on the in the basement is not it's considered not a bathroom, a bathroom no, right? right? So you get all of a sudden no, it goes from a, a three bedroom grade, but it's not the same. Right, grade. but when it comes to above grade square footage, the way you exactly. should be listing a house, a 
one bed or a three bedroom, two bath now becomes a three bedroom, one bath, the comps all change. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You see a lot of agents do that. Yeah. All yeah, the time. Or the square yeah. footage adjustments are off. Yeah. And I seen one the other day that someone was saying, well, we'll pay X per square foot. Right? Mm-hmm. If the actual measurements come in different, that's what we're paying. Right. And yeah. it did. It came in different and they ended up getting the house 15 wow. grand cheaper. The seller agreed to it. Yeah. It's kind of like, man, wouldn't you get that measure before you yeah, accept right? that offer? But nonetheless, I mean, that buyer's agent got creative and ended up saving his buyer money. Yeah, dude, we're back to, I mean, you should always get a really good agent, but it is so important to pick a good agent right now. There's so many, unfortunately, in our business, there's so many people that just do this on the side that yeah. having someone that does this on the Aunt side. Aunt Tilly. Aunt Tilly. I'm to beat this Aunt Tilly. Aunt Tilly's not a great agent. No, she's a great aunt. Either. She's a great aunt, though. She does. She cooks well. well. And people, you know, she listing well. agents, some fail to realize that, yeah, like no matter what your offer is, it's always that, well, we've got other offers on the table. Are there any of them cash, waiving an appraisal? Mm-hmm. Are they? No, no. No. Okay. Well, they're going to have to get an appraisal too, and likely you're going to run into the same issue because the comps you sent me are trash. Right. They're not even comps, they're listings. Yeah. So it happened. Is that funny? Like, you get, you know, oh, they're comps, and they're like, these houses that haven't sold yet. Well, it's and like, then you got to pull the takeaway. All right. Send the mutual release. Yeah. Right? Right. And, uh, okay, we'll come down. Well, that's, the, that's the thing going back to their their listing is different than how they're appraised because the listing, they look at the current market, what things are listed for, and the activity where an appraiser looks at what's actually sold and what if, what do people yeah, pay Yeah, they for can these do houses. a market trend towards, so it's different. you know what's happening with the listings, right. but it's they can't use them as their main comps. It's, yeah. it's tough. You can't fight the landscape. The landscape is what it is. You've got a lot of agents that are like, oh, the, this is bad. What about – you can argue it all day the long. The only thing you can do is ask for appraisal waivers. People are willing yeah. to pay it. It's going to yeah. drive up the values. Yeah. All right, so we, we should get these people on the phone. Uh, so they, they created this thing um, where they help real estate agents brand themselves. It's called Brand Face Real Estate. They've written books. They've got a whole thing going. It's Tanya Eberhardt and Michael Carr. We're going to call Michael Carr right now and get him on the phone. So they can tell us a little bit about you know how they help their agents uh, brand themselves. Let's see here. Let's, let's can we hear that? Yeah, we can hear that. All right, I can hear it. Let's see if they answer. Hello, it's Michael. Michael, how are you? You're live right now Good. with Inside Real Estate. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Great. Do we have Lindsay on too? Or, I mean, sorry, Tanya or no? No, she's in a different city. Are we able to call her? Yeah, we can patch her in. Uh, do you want to patch her in? Why don't you go ahead and patch her in? We'll wait for you. Okay. Let me yep. get her now. All right. So, yeah, so these guys are interesting because we talk about brand all the time, right? Yeah. Brand is super important in our business, unfortunately. Like brand for the company, your personal brand. Personal brand, brand for the company. And how do you develop that? It takes a lot of work to create a brand. But you're also, I mean, whether or not you're putting effort to it or not, you're creating a brand no matter what. Whether good or bad. Yeah, good or bad. You, Generally, if you're not focused on it, you're creating a bad so brand. So who do you think, like, like in general has a bad brand? Like I'm uh, not going to – that's uh, – No, I don't know. Like <laughs> like, like uh, Kmart. Kmart's brand went to poop, right? And nobody yeah, went there anymore. Yeah, bad. Right? Target's got a pretty good brand, right? Uh, right? Mediocre. Yeah. No, I'm talking in general. I'm not RJ. talking – Yeah, I'm not talking in – like Mercedes-Benz. They've got a yeah. pretty good brand. They've, get, they've built a good brand. Disney they've done good has work. a great brand. Disney. You know, they've, they've got a good brand. But it's it's all what like if you, you can do one or two right you can you can have uh, bad experiences and people you know it just, you will create a brand whether you like it or not hundred percent whether you yeah. like it or not well, I think it, a lot of it's who you want to target yeah right like Mercedes isn't necessarily uh, advertising or, or 
making their brand faced as like a valid, like a economy car, right? Right. And with that being said, some people believe that or want that, right? And they buy a used one that's out of warranty, it's old, and it has the issues, and those are the people who probably give it a bad name, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, you've got to define who you want to be. Are you guys on, by the way? That's a no. That's a no. Still waiting. All right, interesting. So yeah, I mean, no, you're right though. Like, you're gonna create a brand regardless, and but you also have to define who you who's your target audience, right, Sal? Mm-hmm. Right. Like for us, it's like you know, it's funny. Like we talk about the client a lot, but ultimately, real estate agents are really our our, our target demographic. That's that's yeah. who we uh, cater our brand to because they're our client as well. Because we want to do a good job for them, right? Mm-hmm. You know. So we we decided early on to make sure that we were going to be the best lender for our real estate partners. Yes. Right? So let me see. Michael. Michael's not on. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know what's going on. So, yeah. So they just keep going. Yeah, we just keep going, I guess. So they did. They wrote a book. So it it should. Oh, he's calling me now. Mike. Hey, maybe we've got this fixed. We got it. Let me see if I can get her merged in. Okay. This will work. Modern day technology. Tanya with us? I'm with you. There we go. Yes. We got it done. Tanya, Michael, how are you guys? (laughs) Oh, doing well. Great. Great. Yeah, modern technology. Yeah, so we were just talking about uh, you guys and how you guys are focused on uh, helping real estate agents create a brand for themselves. You created a good process by which to do that. You've, you guys have written books. You've got a whole system in place for that. And obviously, we, we think it's very important. I think brand is huge in our industry, right? So do you want to talk to the audience a little bit about uh, brand face and what it is and what it entails? Absolutely. So, um, so brand face is really helping real estate agents differentiate themselves. And we do so through personal branding um, and really what's going on today in the industry, as you guys, is, is no surprise to anybody out there, there are hundreds, thousands of agents entering or re-entering the industry every day. So um, it becomes more important than ever to really stand out. It was always important, but it's more important than ever now because not only do you have so many agents, but there are so many marketing tools and platforms out there that agents have to, to market themselves on. And yet, if everybody markets themselves the same way, using the same scripts and templates and all of that that everybody else is giving them to use, then the consumer just gets desensitized by all that. So we teach them to do a three-step process we call the three Ds, define, develop, and display. So we define their unique point of differentiation. What is it that one thing about them that they really want to get out there to be known for that sets them apart? and at the same time attract their ideal customer. Then once we determine what that differentiation is, we move into development of the brand. What does that look like top to bottom? Photos of them, brand colors, logos, brand messaging that will allow them to communicate very clearly what sets them apart. Then once we get all those puzzle pieces in place, we move into display, making sure that that new brand is displayed correctly and consistently across all of their everyday marketing platforms, all their marketing platforms, period. So, so in a nutshell, that, that's what we do, that define, develop, and display. That's awesome. So, and Tanya, I mean, you were 
selling vacuum cleaners door to door at some point. So talk to me how that Kirby's. I don't know. Was it Kirby? I don't know what it was. But you were going door to door, right? That's a cardinal sin there. That's a cardinal sin. No. It was Electrolux. <laughs> Electrolux. All right. All right. <laughs> I'm still a little sensitive about that. <laughs> I, I get it. I get it. No, I totally get it. So, it'd be like oh, you bring it up someone else. So no, I mean yeah. that that must have like I mean you you I mean when doing through that like how did that experience set you up into a situation where you know you transition into understanding brand right because you're going door to door you're knocking on doors you're selling a product so talk to us about how that kind of shaped who you are today yeah that's a great question to start with because first of all not everybody you meet sells vacuum cleaners door to door for three years and and pays most of their way through college with that guys can you hear us yeah. All right. All right. There we go. I don't, we're having some really technical issues. Can, is, is is Tanya on? Uh, I am now. Yeah. All right. Cool. Okay. Cool. So what I was saying is our story a year ago. Basically, we we could hear you. By the way, though, everything you guys said we heard. Um, a year ago, okay. we started our company, and, and branding was a big part of. Hey, who are we going to be? What do we want to be? How, how are we going to brand ourselves? And it was the most important thing for us when we first started our company. Um, and you know, we made a lot of mistakes. So I'm kind of curious from you guys. You know, what are some of the top mistakes that you see people that are trying to create a brand um, and, they, they, you know, some things that they're doing incorrectly or maybe that aren't effective? Okay, well, there's really two that come to mind for me and Michael. You can chime in as well. But um, I'm seeing the lack of definition is one. Fear of focus. Fear of focus is the number one fear in business. And a lot of uh, agents most especially think, well, if I focus on this particular geographic area or property type or customer type, then I'm going to turn away everybody else. And that means I can't ever do business with anybody else. That, that's a mistake for this big reason. Um, if, if you develop your brand to attract a certain type of clientele, you're not going to be able to attract everybody. In fact, you don't want to. Michael and I like to say, if you try to help everyone, you'll just help yourself right out of business. And so um, you've got to have an idea in your mind of it, uh, of it, at least a primary custo- customer type and a secondary customer type. And if the difference is, let's just say if your primary customer type is downsizers, empty nesters, it doesn't mean that you never again sell a home to a first-time home buyer. It just means you don't spend your time, money, and marketing effort targeting the first-time home buyer. You spend your time, money, and marketing effort where it is going to benefit you and them, the ideal customer, most of all. And as just a, a side note, a fringe of, of the business on, you know, on the outset, you're going to be introduced to those people, to other people through referrals. It doesn't mean you turn that business away. But if you're super smart, you stay focused on those ideal customers and you refer out those other people that you can't help as much still get a referral fee from them, but you're not wasting your time and money marketing to those people. Fear of focus is the number one thing. Right. Yeah. And I would add, I would add to that, um, the lack of consistency. And we, we see that on a constant basis. Uh, you know, everybody I think has been guilty of it. I know I've been guilty of it a thousand times until Tony came around and helped me figure it out. You know, we send out our postcards and we don't get any calls and then we don't ever send out postcards again. And so, you know, you put out door hangers, you don't get any calls, so you don't put out any door hangers again. And that's actually uh, very counterproductive because it's, you know, we know, especially in the world that we live in now, that people are bombarded. And so it's not 
good enough anymore. It's not like it's not like you were sending those mailers out to somebody that was a stay-at-home mom or grandparent or something like that, and they had time to sit and go through the coupons like Grandma used to do. Nobody does that kind of stuff anymore for the most part. And so you, what we have found, too, that people are not consistent, and that's part of the brand face principles is being consistent across every platform where people see you so the message is the same. And then in your marketing efforts, being very persistent and, con, you know, you, you're better off to farm a small area all the time than a big area every now and then. Well, I think that's the biggest issue people have with marketing in general is they don't have the consistency, right? Doing uh, something for a sustained period of time is difficult. It's really easy to, to do X for a one time or a period of time and then just stop, right? Um, you know, for for example, Brad, we've been doing this podcast for how many how many years now? Like three years, right? Uh, yeah, this one specifically for the last year. And we do it every week, but like nobody really heard of us prior, right? right. And But like it's consistent action. So so that's got to be a big part of it. So no matter what you guys, you know, you know Tanya, you, 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 you can coach people into it, but it's up to the person to do the consistent action, I have to believe. They, they do. Like we, we, we say, I like to say too, especially with agents, you know, um, because there's a lot of different forms of real estate and ways that we can make money in real estate. Um, and, and so it's hard to calculate the cost of confusion. And that goes back to what Tanya was saying with the, with the focus, right? And we see people do that all the time when they get in our program and they're just so scattered and they're, they, they don't know what to do. And, you know, you have to train them to do something like you would be better off to take a half a step every day than to take these long strides every other day or every third day. Right. You're much better. But to your point, you, it, it, success comes from the consistency we practice when we can't see the immediate, immediate benefit of the result. Right. Right. If we build a fence, we know we started with no fence. We're done with the fence. Now there's a fence. But real estate doesn't work that way. Real estate is a constant, ever-building ecosystem. And you, and you have to be consistent in all of your efforts and messaging if you really want to make a difference. Yeah. Now, do you guys um, – you, I mean, I'm sure you do. But so in our market right now, you know, social media has really, really become like the place where a lot of people are going to really just start creating their brand, right? It's the path of least resistance. They can, you know, create videos. So do you, are you guys focused on that side of it? Or are you going, you know, with everything that you possibly can? I mean, talk to me about where your focus is and what you really kind of try to, uh, you know, move agents into more. Okay. So so our focus is we, we really try to be very <laughs> – don't want to repeat this, but very focused in what we do. We don't want to stretch out beyond where we what our best work is. Right. So we we stick to the define, develop, and display. And once somebody comes through our program, they have their new brand displayed correctly and consistently on what we call your everyday marketing platform. So your website, all your social media channels, your everyday collateral materials like your business card and your thank you card, things like that. Everything you need to just do business on a daily basis. Now, from that point, they can take all those parts and pieces, the brand, everything about their messaging and what sets them apart and apply to any other marketing platform or tool that they can, that they want to use for the rest of their professional life. Got it. So you're creating, you're creating the, 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 the recipe. It's up to them to make the, make the pie, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. It is. And, And we tell people just don't forget this. Your brand is more like your strategy. So when you put, when you market yourself out there, there's two different things you, you look at when you put the message out there. You look at the strategy and then you look at tactical things. Your strategy is your why. Why choose me? 
That's your story, and that's something that should never, ever change. That's the gold vein running through the mountains. The tactical things are things that can change based on what's topical in real estate today. The interest rates are still low. The, you know, this particular neighborhood is going up right now. There's only four houses left. So tactical things would be your strategy is why do business with me. Tactical is why do business with me now. And so the tactical part can change back and forth and back and forth, but don't ever let who you are and your story change no matter where you market or what you do because that is your point of differentiation. Everybody else can market on a certain community or a type of home or their interest rates. Those are all things that apply to everyone. Your story is the only thing that applies only to you. That's awesome. So we're running a little short on time. So I de- definitely want to get. So we do three questions with our with our mem- uh, with our guests all the time. So I want to make sure that we get okay. th- to that. And then I also want to make sure that people know how to find you. And I know that you guys are giving our audience a free gift. So we'll get into that a little bit. But let's okay. let's go into three questions, and you guys can answer them um, individually, right? So first question would be: What scares Tanya, and what scares Mike? Uh, what scares me would be. Um, would be not not living up to my full potential and, and not giving and, and not giving back to the potential that I had. You know, God gives us all certain gifts and abilities, and I believe it is our duty to put those to use in the best way we can, and to also give back and thanks for that. And and it would be my fear would be just forgetting forgetting that, uh, and I try very hard not to forget that. That's awesome, Mike. Yeah, I think my greatest fear would be uh, being average or ordinary, uh, whether that's thought process or whatever. I just don't want to be. I want to. I want to be different, and I want to. Uh, I want to. I want to approach things differently with a fresh new look. So I would think my probably my biggest fear would be uh, falling into the sea of sameness. That's awesome. Next question is going to be: If you could spend a week in somebody else's body, famous or not, who would it be? Oh, oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> um, uh, you know, one one person that's always really fascinated me, but th- this person is long gone now, right? But I hope that's still no. It's okay. It still uh, works. Yeah. Okay. Okay. One of the persons, one person that has intrigued me so much, and his story that has intrigued me is actually Walt Disney. Uh, a lot of people don't realize that you know he was fired from a uh, from one of his first jobs because he because he was told he didn't have any imagination. And uh, and I found I found that to be to be stunning, and to see the empire that still exists so many years after his death today, and how it's built on nothing but imagination, um, that that would be interesting to me. Awesome, Mike. Um, Cyrus the Great, uh, the uh, uniter of the Persian Empire, uh, most likely. Uh, I, I wow, you went deep, com- Mike. You went really way deep. back. I did. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, yeah. Well, I would have said Genghis Khan, uh, but he tends to be seen more barbaric. Yeah. So, you know, I didn't want to be seen barbaric. But no. You want to uh, rule the I world. Like you you're, you're, you want to you want to be like an oligarch. <laughs> sort of. Yeah. But that's not what is attractive to me. Let me okay. tell you what's attractive yeah. to a man like Cyrus the Great. Um, the, what, and and, and his, where he failed was we don't know more about him. But they but what I liked about him was he did not change the ideals of the people that he conquered. He accepted their ideals. So so once he conquered them, as long as they 
uh, would fall into the overall plan of the Persian Empire. They could keep their religion. They could keep their government. They could keep their way of life. Everything would be the same. And then what he would add into that is he would pull, you know, doctors from Asia and he would put them over into in, in Anatolia. And he would pull, you know, he taught other parts of the country how to build bridges. He was the first one to, to, to uh, in his region of the world there to, to uh, establish a national uh, education system and, and a post office, like a postal system, so he could transfer information. So what, it's not the oligarch part that is attractive to me. It's the fact that, that, that they saw something bigger and saw all this value where the parts of 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 the whole made a greater whole, like the sum of the parts were greater than any of the individuals put together. And that's what's always been attractive to me. That is super. That's the, I don't think we'll ever have an answer no. like that. No, no. That was, that was pretty, the, the, the acumen in this room usually isn't that high. That's pretty yeah. good. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, well, the, oh, the next question. Um, if real estate tomorrow disappeared and you had to pick one other profession, regardless of economic impact on you personally, what would it be and why? Oh my goodness, boy! These are tough questions. <laughs> um, I I would be uh, I, I would probably be a travel blogger. Oh, nice! I would do yeah. That, yeah. that, that would be fun. That'd be awesome. Yeah, I, I would be a travel blogger, and I would go to uh, um, I would go on the pilgrimage pilgrimage to the uh, 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 Compostello. I uh, can't remember the name. You, of guys, are, Santiago. you guys are way too yeah, smart for this audience. <laughs> 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 I'm just kidding. Uh, you may take that back sometimes. Yeah, yeah, right, right. Someone's gonna clip that. Um, how about you, Mike? Uh, I would do anything that was uh, that was a vacation with a purpose. So, like my my hope, my overall hope is that, and I actually want to work towards this, work towards this every day. I, I want to be able to see the world, number one. So, some type of a traveler, but I also want to do good everywhere I go. So, like if if you know, maybe we can dig a well. You know, for two days and spend seven days by the Mediterranean, that, that sort of thing. That's so. awesome. That's I mean, I think everybody here agrees that traveling is really nice, right? Especially yeah. Sal travels quite a bit. Not really. No. Nah. Well, you well, more no. than most. I mean. More, More than, than the people in this room, maybe, but yeah. that doesn't mean <laughs> <laughs> we're not travel bloggers. That's for sure. Yeah, for sure. All right, you guys have been absolutely fascinating. I love what you're doing. I think it's very on point to where we are today in the world, especially in the real estate community. I do want to have you guys back on at some point because we did have some technical uh, difficulties. So I want to make sure that we get your story out there even more if we can, because you do. You, I mean, what you're talking about is so poignant in today's market with real estate agents and what they need to do. I think I think it is necessary to be thinking about the things that you're talking about. So go into, guys, how, how people can find you. And also, I know that you guys are offering our audience a, a free gift. So go ahead and go into that. Yeah, absolutely. If they go to brandfacetraining.com, brandfacetraining.com, just enter their name and email, and that will give them access to four really good training videos on foundational um, personal branding. Awesome. Awesome. And then your website is also brandfacerealestate.com, correct? You got it. Brandfacerealestate.com. And, and if anybody does want to talk with uh, Brandface, you know, talk with us and share your challenges, your goals. We can talk about what it's going to take to get you where you want to be. You can go to discussyourbrand.com. 
successyourbrand.com. That's, that's awesome. Well, listen, guys, we really wish you the best. Thank you so much for doing our show. I know we're a little show here out of Detroit, but you know, having you on is, is, is going to add value to our listeners because a lot of our listeners are real estate agents, so it helps out quite a bit. So thank you so much. Anything you guys want to say before you, you, we cut you loose? Just thank you for having us on. Yeah. Awesome, thank guys. Thank you so much. Yeah. Uh, awesome, guys. God bless, and we wish you best. Same to you guys. All right. Thank God you. bless you guys. Thank you so much, guys. Bye, bye guys. Have a wonderful day. Bye, bye guys. So, I mean, I wish I had a Southern accent. <laughs> you yeah, know what I mean? Like, just, I mean, I'm sure I could do it. No, you couldn't. No, yes, I could. No, no, yeah. you couldn't, man. No, never. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I mean, I don't know, man. There's some accents that are good. Like, well, it's interesting, right? Like, when we have uh, guests from, you know, other places like uh, California or New York or yeah. I mean when you talk to a client from New York right like they're you know they're from New York hey get dude. to it right yeah, yeah, like yo, what's yo, the rate yo, what's yo, this yo, you know yo, 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 yeah, what's yeah. going on with the uh, interest rate over there Michigan is the same as it is in yeah, New York what, what, what's wrong but, with you yeah, yeah. but the the southern accent is always very calming you know when I used to sell mortgages all across the country you said you know you'd have to change how you talk to certain people you talk somewhere in the south I would have to talk slower I would be like hey guys how you doing. But you talk to someone from New York, you talk like that, they're like, man, get to the point. Yeah. You know? But no, I think I think their story is interesting. So I, I mean if, Yeah, you I know, mean, it's great and it clearly worked. Yeah. You know so. what I mean? You I mean those are all things that people should be thinking about. So um Jessica, today was fun. Like I feel like I would have freaked okay. out like a year ago, but now I'm just like, whatever, man. I'm Four really proud of you. Yeah. You've grown so much. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. We'll, we'll chop this thing together. Thank you for listening. Uh until next week we'll uh, we'll we'll put it all back together. Bye guys. You've been listening to Inside Real Estate, the nation's top real estate podcast. Don't forget to follow us at irepodcast.com and everywhere where podcasts are available. 